Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 61 of the Stallion Pancake Podcast. I'm mouth-breezing Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. And I'm Olivia Wolf. Oh, wow. We have a special guest. Very special guest in the studio. We're here with Olivia Wolf of Updog Kombucha fame. That's right. Yeah. Here in our presence, fellow Jew. Or as my dad calls it, Kombucha. Kombucha. Yeah, I've he, heard it all. <laughs> Kumbaka. Kumbia. Cha-cha. Kumba. Kambu, kumbaya. Kam, kam, kumbaya is a good one. <laughs> Kamhucha, I've heard. I'm like, if you can read, you can pronounce it. Yeah, it's just phonetic. Yep. Yeah, See, but my dad can't it. read. No, but That's old people, like, they just like to deliberately mispronounce things, I've noticed. Like, they just sort of, they're like, I'm old, I'm not even going to try. Like, that's just their... Yeah. That's their policy. Yeah, I'm and like, Jason's it's not exotic. Like just no. read it. It's just it's <laughs> just the way it. it looks. Yeah. So kombucha, bacteria. Yes. Right? And that's really all it is, right? Yeah, it's fermented tea. <laughs> so. Fermented, not always black tea. No, we right? actually use a black and green blend. Okay. Um, so we actually started out using just black, and then we felt like it needed kind of some more complex flavor. So we added green tea um, kind of just to lighten it up a little bit. Um, and we're really happy with that blend. Um, one of our kombuchas actually doesn't use black or green at all. It's just a yerba mate Ooh. base. Which one is that? The it is the citrus yerba mate, which we only offer on tap. So I was going to say, I didn't bottled. think I'd seen it in the stores. Yeah. We haven't seen you at a farmer's market. Yeah. Well, you're here with my favorite flavor. You brought um, the wild thing, which is the apple ginger. Love that one. Is that a new one? No, that's one of our originals. Um, and our bestseller, Everybody Loves okay. Ginger. It's so trendy. Um. I feel like I just saw it, and it was fall. And so to me, I was like, this is new. But I got it at Lincoln's. Uh, yeah, the apple favorite. ginger is like one of the original from the dorm room like recipes. Um, yeah. So but, we need to take a step yeah. back. Yes. Let's, we need to take a, let's go back in time. Do your back in time voice. We're in the time machine. We're yeah. going back. So you're like, I mean, you're pretty young now, right? How yes. old are you? I'm like, 24. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting older. That was eight years ago Every for second. Us. Okay. So, but as young as that is, which I've is amazing. Kids. God, what's happened in eight You've years? You've had kids? <laughs> yeah. Just God. Like, this is like a whole I'm separate pod if you have kids. I'm just trying to think what's kids. happening in the last eight years. You have not had kids in the last eight years. Well, that you know of. I mean... Okay. <laughs> That's a good thing about being a man. Fair. When were you, when were you pregnant? Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember seeing him pregnant. You bring up a good point. He carried those kids for nine months, but I never saw. All right. So as young as you are now, you started Updog Kombucha with your friend when you were in college, right? Yes. Yeah, so we actually knew each other from high school, which a lot of people don't know. We went to an all-girls high school in New Jersey, which is where That's we're right, from. Jersey. Yes. God, we had Amanda Britton on last week. Two Jersey girls. Yeah, we're Jersey girls. Yeah, there's a, there's certain something about a Jersey girl, you know. <laughs> They just Are know you how to party. <laughs> I thought that's who got you pregnant. I've been pregnant by a Jersey girl. Oh, it was girl. a man. <laughs> oh. Please. I would never cheat on you with a lady. That's, oh, that's really <laughs> sweet. All right. So growing up in Jersey, all girls. That sounds like the beginning of a, a, a Lifetime movie I'd watch. It kind of is like that. Yeah. <laughs> so we met in high school. We weren't really friends. A lot of, like when we have things um, written about us, like um, articles and uh, like about the start of the business and about our story, a lot of people make it seem like we were like best friends for years or like star-crossed lovers from like across the quad saw each other like decided like this is the business we're doing but like we really were friendly, didn't know each other that well, just, you know, 
were acquaintances. We both were on the swim team together. Like it, we really weren't that close. Um, well, who's really that friendly at an all girls high school? Really? It was a great, it was a great <laughs> school. You I have this image in my know, mind of you guys all hazing each other. No, it was not right. like that. It was not like that. It was very, yeah. very liberal environment. Okay, um, good. And you're, I guess you're nicer when there's no boys, right? Exactly. I mean, I have no experience with this, but I feel like there's nothing, nothing to compete Exactly. For. You're just so, like, yeah, chill. you're just, you know, you can like look like how I do right now. You can wear your sweatpants. <laughs> you can be like, I want to focus on my studies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. So for. the swim team. So we were on the swim team. We knew each other. Um, I'm a year older than Lauren, so I went to Wake. There's a lot of girls from my high school that end up going to Wake Forest. Um, so it wasn't out of the ordinary that she also went to Wake the year after I did. Um, and then senior year, I was making kombucha for myself as a home brewer. I was just spending a lot of money on it at Whole Foods, and I was like, uh, I got to cut back. So I started making it myself. I'm pretty crafty in the kitchen. So I wrote an article about it for Spoon University um, about, you know, just like how to make your own kombucha homebrew in college. And Lauren read my article, and she had been wanting to make her own kombucha but never did. And she saw that I wrote it, and she knew me. So she was like, oh, I'm going to ask Olivia about some tips. So you made it in your dorm it was my Kitchen? like it was like my off campus house. Okay, all right. But Lauren lived in a dorm at the time. Um so I um was making it in my like little off campus townhouse. I had three roommates. Um So you had lots of different jugs? Is that I, sort I started of the process? out yeah, I started out with one two and a half gallon glass jar. With a SCOBY, right? Is that how yeah, you say it? SCOBY? It, yep. So that's the acronym um for symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. That's what actually ferments the tea. So the tea goes through a process. You basically start with sweet tea and the bacteria and yeast, mostly the yeast, consume the sugar in the tea and the caffeine as well and convert it into carbon dioxide and alcohol. And then through the process of fermentation um, come the digestive enzymes and acids that are good for your gut and good for your body. Um, So Lauren and I started talking about our home brews over winter break of my senior year, her junior year. And, um, decided over winter break, like, let's just launch a brand and like on Instagram and see if anybody catches on at school. And I mean, it caught on very quickly. Um, and it was called Updog from called the Up start. Yep. You guys were yogis. Yep. We, up, we wanted something yoga inspired. Um, my mom is actually the one who like came up with like the final name because we had had a few options. And I said like, what about like up dog, down dog, half moon? And she was like, up dog. That's the one. And I was like, well, it's also funny because of the what's up dog joke. Yes. It's very catchy. Yeah. Um, people remember up dog. So um, our friend Chelsea, she designed the logo for us. Same logo from the beginning. Um, she designed our labels as well. And she just designed our new labels that dropped today. Ooh. Which you just Five posted on minutes ago. So we're recording this on Halloween. Very Ooh. spooky. Spooky but, podcast. Yeah, by the time you listen to this, it's going to be Sunday and those will be, yeah, you can check that out. It'll be old news. You'll have three yeah. more labels by You'll then. You'll be like, yeah, we're oh, dropping yeah. the fifth label. But yeah, no. So that'll be, so check that out on Instagram because yeah. that just happened today, which is Wednesday. But yeah, you'll be able to see it, um, you know, in real time when yeah. you look at so it. So we have, we just dropped... Um, all the labels, and then we have two more surprises coming Ooh. in the next few weeks. Yeah. Like, so. like storefront? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It wouldn't really make Definitely sense, not. though, for your business model. I mean, you're a distributor. 
I mean, right? eventually, I mean, yeah. maybe, but yeah. it doesn't really make sense for us right now. Exactly. Um, but yeah. we'll see. We've got some. We've got some ideas. Some big, some big things are coming, though. Oh, I can't yeah, wait to find ideas. out what it is. Maybe some new flavors, too. I don't, Maybe. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, just, I don't know either. I'm just spitballing <laughs> here. <laughs> so thanks uh, to your mom for coming yeah. out, for deciding that final name. So was she? did she help you out with the business part of it at all? No. Or she, so you, this was really just you two. Yeah. So how do you go from like, okay, we'll make some kombucha... So were you guys like licensed to do this? Oh, no. You started selling this it? This was very illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so you were selling it where on campus? So we were actually making it in Lauren's dorm kitchen. Okay. So, so it, you did go to the lived, dorm kitchen. Yep. She lived in a suite. Um, they had hallway, like uh, communal kitchens. This is a brand new dorm. So it was a brand new, beautiful kitchenette. It was clean. Totally clean. Yeah. Um, everything brand new. Nobody uses the kitchens in the dorms because everyone has meal plans. Nobody's nobody in college is cooking in the communal kitchen. It's just no. nobody does it. So we when we started this business, we didn't even have any product. Like we started taking orders without having any ingredients. We didn't even have bottles. So we ordered bottles in bulk from Amazon and started like storing them under my bed and we had the tea fermenting in buckets in Lauren's room. She lived in a single, thank God. It smelled like vinegar in her um, sweet hallway. Did um, you work, I mean, you're working with bacteria here. So like normally if it's like muffins and I'm not licensed, <laughs> like did you ever, is there any kind of way that you can do the kombucha wrong where so, it can make people sick? Actually, no. So You really can't no. screw it up like that. No. Okay, that's good to so, know. <laughs> The first time I made kombucha for myself, I was really worried about that. That's I was, my my head goes first. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Am I going to give myself botulism? Right? Like, is yeah. this is this like okay? <laughs> like, am I going to poison myself? Um, am I going to get a, like a parasite?" So um, I did a lot of research on it. Came to the conclusion that fermenting is actually kind of like the opposite of canning. So okay. because you're working with like live bacteria and it's raw and unpasteurized. This is a way of basically naturally preserving a food because it's already rotten. Right. You can't, that's, yeah. So with a can, like that's what happens is yeah. like air gets in. Yeah. So. Right. And then it rots it. But here, yeah, yeah like that's the whole point. It's already, it's already rotted yeah. essentially. Yeah. So similar to sauerkraut or kimchi, kombucha is like very similar process. Um, kombucha can mold. But it's very obvious. It looks like bread molds. Like if your scoby molds, it'll be covered in like green and blue fuzzy mold, in which case you have to toss the whole thing. What would make it mold? If there's mold in the air. So kombucha doesn't like spontaneously mold. It doesn't mold because it's old. It's like, you know, bread after a certain day, you know, gets moldy and gross. But kombucha will only mold if there's actual mold spores in the air. So a lot of people who are making homebrews say like, oh, my kombucha, like my scoby's moldy. Like, how do I fix it? I'm like, first of all, get rid of it, sanitize everything and move it to a different spot in your house. Or just move. Or move <laughs> because, because there's mold moldy. in your house. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's I mean, crazy. it's a good way to tell if there's mold in your house because right. your kombucha will mold. But there's totally mold in our house. We couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I it, feel, de- it feels that there is. It de- I mean, it just like, de- it depends on so many factors, kombucha is very temperamental and dependent on temperature, sugar content, even like chemicals in the water, like tr- treated water. Um, there's like, there's a lot of different things that can make kombucha go 
well or awry. So you got bottles under your bed. Yeah. Like, how'd you know, though, that people wanted to buy it? Did someone reach out to you first? Like, I mean, did you just well, tell people? Yeah, that so were... I wrote my article and I yeah. wrote, put it on Spoon University, which mm-hmm. was a club I was a part of at Wake. It was a probably a group of 40 girls. Who just love food. Who just love food. <laughs> yeah. Who love food, want to write about food, want to eat yeah. food, want to make recipes. And when I was writing this article and I was kind of like sharing my progress with the group, they were like, oh, I would, I would buy this. Like, you should okay. sell this. I would buy this. So I actually, before I even started UpDog at all, I started selling it to my friends in mason jars and eventually I got lock top bottles. And so I would literally sell a mason jar to my friend in the beginning of class. She would Venmo me like three bucks, drink it during class and give me the jar back after class. And eventually it got to where um, my friends would get lock top bottles from me like, and they would leave the bottle outside their door and I would like go like the milkman and pick up up the the glass bottle because they were expensive. So yeah, no, you'd want those back. Yeah, I want them back. So, but then you started going to Amazon bottles. Is that like similar to the shape of the bottle you're using now? It was kind of similar. It was more like a salad dressing bottle. Um, So it it had the, um, the little like almost like a stopper. No, it it had a plastic cap. If you go back all the way in our Instagram feed, you can see our original bottles. I'm totally doing that. And I had, I made flavor tags out of old Whole Foods bags and put them on with a string for every single bottle. So basically people, people would order over direct message or Facebook message. And, um, they would tell us what flavor they wanted because we would announce like, these are our three flavors. Tell us how many you want and in what flavors. We put them in an Excel spreadsheet. So every single bottle was to order. Like Yvonne has three bottles of the apple ginger and she's picking up on Monday in the dorm room lobby and we take Venmo and cash. And that's what we did. What were the flavors to start? I mean, I know they rotated. Yeah, we had like, but. our first flavor ever was a disaster. Um, it was raspberry lemon ginger. That sounds um, good. Which sounds good. But raspberries get very, like when you ferment raspberries, they get very slimy. Ah. So we had to strain everything through a cheesecloth. It was a, it was a mess. And also um, a lot of time. Very time consuming. We spent multiple nights up till like two or three. Like why did we choose like these why raspberries? Di- why did we do why? this? <laughs> we tried, our, our other flavor we tried was lavender lemonade. Um, and we tried using a lavender, like an edible lavender essential oil. Terrible mm. idea. You have to use like dried lavender. Yeah, that's, and that's what we do now for our lavender. What was um, wrong with the essential oil one? It, it was just like... It was straight up soap. Like it was so Ooh. bad. Um, we did um, blueberry sage, I believe. Um, we did um, apple ginger. We did... Lemon ginger, for sure. We did pomegranate, pomegranate blueberry. Yeah, we did a whole a whole bunch. And yeah, if you go all the way back in our Instagram, you can see we have the posts. That's the original account. Yeah. With like the very first, like, we're going to yeah. start selling this. Yeah, and it'll say, like, pick up in the Dogwood Lobby on Monday, 3 to 7. Now, you guys did get shut down at one point, we right? We did. Um, and it wasn't because, like, anybody really cared that we were doing this. It was because the RA said that we were monopolizing the kitchen. <laughs> which no um, one was cooking which no, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, someone must have complained. Um, but because we outgrew that one kitchen, 
we then started to go to other floors in the building. So we were on like three floors using their refrigerator, storing our bottles because it has to be refrigerated after you ferment it. So we had cases and cases of bottles just in the dorm room kitchens. Um, And he was like, I love what you guys are doing, but you got to not do it here. (laughs) Not Um, in my backyard. um, But that was actually, it was kind of a, blessing in disguise that they kind of cut us off right there because I had to graduate the next week and Mm. I was like maybe I should focus on that a little bit Um, but uh, then I graduated committed to doing this full-time and then we moved into a commercial kitchen space in Winston-Salem in August so I graduated in May and we moved to the kitchen in August and from May to August I was living in Winston-Salem working at a pizza restaurant And um, I was getting logistical things together, like ordering pallets of bottles and arranging freight for that, which, like, I have no idea how to do. So I'm arranging freight for 8,100 glass bottles to be delivered on the lawn of this woman's home. How do you do that? Do you just Google freight? No. So I I got the, through a a roundabout way, found our... You go to the rabbi? Yeah. (laughs) Rabbi, <laughs> please you have to consult ask three times. <laughs> please consult me on how to do this. Um, so, I um, was talking with my packaging provider. Um, they're really awesome, and they're based in Minnesota. Um, and we figured out which bottles we wanted, and then they were like, "All right, the minimum order is two pallets." Like, do you have a loading dock? And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, we do not have a loading dock. This commercial kitchen is in the basement of a woman's home. It's a former nuclear war bunker. Like, (laughs) Wow. You have to walk down. Like, it's a quarter-mile-long driveway, gravel driveway. Trucks can't go up. Yeah, how did they get... It's a very very beautiful property in Winston-Salem, but it's very, like, in the country. So it's a gravel driveway, quarter-mile-long, the front part where you drive in has grass. Well, how'd you find that? Did you Google commercial kitchen? It's the only commercial kitchen in Winston-Salem. It's the only one. Yeah. And it wasn't even really advertised. There's a juice shop in Winston-Salem that was previously occupying that space. And we knew them and they were moving out in May. So we were like, oh, we got to slide in there because it's the only one. It's the only available commercial kitchen. And the woman who owns this commercial kitchen is also the founder of the farmer's market in Winston-Salem. Oh, wow. Um, which was totally instrumental in us starting this business. Like we really couldn't have done it without her and her kitchen in this farmer's market. So she hooked you up with some local markets there. So how'd you get the freight truck down her? So the freight truck, um, backed up into the driveway, like as, so they weren't in the road. So basically just like the front, like the distance of a truck, like however long an 18-wheeler is, I think it's 72 feet, is just in the driveway. And they drop everything on the lawn. So it's myself, Lauren, and her dad who came up to help us. And the pallets are on a pallet jack. And this is insane. So um, they lower the truck drivers, like has the pallets on the pallet jack. They're lowering the lift gate to the ground, but the bottles are like just tilting oh they're gla- and they're glass wrapped in saran wrap. So like these are not encased in cardboard or anything. It's just a 4,000 bottles wrapped in saran wrap. 4,000. Mm-hmm. Were we you so to- worried? You're like, they're going to I gonna was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Lauren, myself, and her dad are like standing there spotting this tower, eight to 10 foot tall tower of bottles. Seth, our truck driver, has the pallet jack. He's lowering to the ground. We're on the ground spotting. And Lauren's dad turns to us and says, girls, this thing comes coming, comes toppling down. Don't be a hero. Get out of the way. <laughs> Don't try to save yeah. the kombucha with yeah. your body. No, you can't. Like these, these glass bottles, they'll crush you. Yeah, like, you got to just move. Ten, it's a 10-foot tall tower. So after that, we, so we get both pallets on the ground safely. Aww. Unbelievable. We borrowed a friend's pickup truck. We went dumpster diving for 250 cardboard boxes. So we lean ladders up against the towers of bottles, pack all the bottles in cardboard boxes, load them in the pickup truck, drive them down the driveway, walk them down the stairs, and stack them against a wall. That's insane. Yeah. So we had 8,100 bottles in cardboard boxes. And when we saw them, we were like, oh, my God, it'll take us like five years to go through all these bottles. And now we order like two pallets like every few months. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How long did it take you to go through the first two pallets? Seven or eight months. That's really good. Yeah. So I want to back up. So you're a Jew. Yeah. So when huge, you, huge Jew over Baruch there. Hashem. Yeah. So we're going to talk about birthright in a minute because that's something Olivia and Jason have in common. Um, as a shiksa turned Jew, I haven't been on birthright yet, but no, you're a real Jew. I know we're not supposed to talk about my conversion. I'm not, but if I say it, it's okay. But if you're, I mean, you converted, so now you're real and you're, I am. you're a Jew. And that's and you're a part of the tribe. And I don't need to say it, but it's like, I have this like confessional thing, right? Yeah. Like guess what? Hitler would have killed you. So that's true. You're a Jew. Yeah. Blessed. That's how, and that's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. So when you told your parents that you were going to, when you were graduating, that you were going to sell kombucha. I feel like, you know, again, I didn't grow up Jewish, so I don't know. This could go two different ways. Either they're like, oh, my gosh, this my little girl. This is very still What you're about to say is a stereotype. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry. And I like it. But you're starting a business. I'm, but in, it's up, I'm into I'm it. I'm sorry, but my parents would have said the same thing growing up a shit She's a lawyer uh, part-time. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's like, were they scared? Well, luckily, my dad is also an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, so he was, like, very much into it. What does he sell? Drugs. Oh, yeah, totally. No, <laughs> Crack he's, cocaine. he's in commercial real estate. Um, okay. But, but he started out like he's got his own he's never. He's always had his, his own business. Um, we always joke in my family that we're not exactly sure what he does and that he might be in the CIA, and he never denies it, so... It's a possibility. He makes still. money somehow. Yeah. So, but yeah. they were so they were like, "You're gonna follow in your dad's footsteps." They were happy. Your mom was happy. My mom was happy. My mom's a little okay. bit um, more of a tough cookie. She's a lawyer, um, but she was very much. You into knew there this. was a lawyer. In uh, there's, there's either a lawyer, Apparently, a doctor, or a dentist. I mean, I guess <laughs> I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to stereotype. Well, Jews are very <laughs> entrepreneurial because. Back in the day, well, you gotta be crafty. They wouldn't let you in schools because you were a Jew, so you had to start up your own stuff. But your mom was she like, if you fail, you fail. Like, what do you mean? Was she was tough love? Like, you fail, you're going to medical school. What'd she say? Yeah, if you fail, it's law school. No, no. Well, she actually, I she encouraged me. She was like, don't go to law school. It's terrible. I was like, yeah, I know. I would never do that. Sounds sounds awful. Yeah, Yeah, look at him now. Yeah. Yeah, law school's not the way. So um, both my parents are very supportive. They're, st- they're still very supportive. Lauren's parents are also very supportive. Um, and she's full-time with this too. Yes. I mean, you both are. Okay. Yes, yeah, so when I graduated 
the year after I graduated, I was living in Winston-Salem as a townie, not a student. And were you scared? Like I would have, you know what I mean? Like you just are so brave. I would have been like, I don't, you know what I mean? Oh, we were very scared. You were. Okay. Like people ask us all the time, like, how do you know what you're doing or how do you know how to do this? Right. I'm I'm literally making it up. Like I, I didn't take one business class. I was pre-med. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never taken accounting. I've never even taken a math class in college. Like, oh my God, me too. I didn't know there was anyone else like that. Yeah. I never took econ. I was a French minor. Like I just, I didn't study this and I think that it's not really something that you can study. Um, We got involved with the entrepreneurship department, um, I'd say like three months into the making it in the dorm room. Um, And the entrepreneurship department has been very, very supportive of us. Um, We applied for grants through the school, won prizes, won pitch competitions, and that's how we got our initial seed funding. That's brilliant. So we currently don't have any investors. We don't have any loans, no debt. You don't have any loans or debt? That's crazy for yeah. a new business, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not the accountant. Jason, is that crazy? That seems this part of the pod is sponsored by BNA. Yeah. CPAs and advisors. In case you need any advising, tax season's coming up before you know it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot <laughs> you, know, you guys are tax you know, Yeah, tax You know what's the problem <laughs> with making money? You can't make enough of it. You have to pay tax on it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Typical accountant. Yeah, what's that? I guess you guys have to... What a to, buzzkill. I know, right? <laughs> That makes me think about your taxes. No, don't situation. worry. You, you can s- don't worry. They're going to be fine. Do you have to save money all year and then pay your tax? That's what you do, right? When you have a business, like you, yeah, basically. Is that hard being a saver? I, I couldn't yeah. do that, Jason. I'm always like, I want to start a business, and Jason's what like, what accounting couldn't. system do you use? <laughs> I don't really know because our CFO deals with it. Our CFO oh. is Lauren's dad. <laughs> ah, that's fancy. Is he, a, our is CFO. he a financial guy in his real job too? Um, yes, he is a retired CFO from. Uh, the beverage world. So oh, he's a, oh, so he's, could he that be any more doing. perfect? Yeah. yeah he was in the beverage world. That's yes. So weird. Um, which is very convenient for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he does have all of your bookkeeping. Yes. He does or, our books. Yeah. Like ever, I think like four times a day I say, thank God for Dave. Just cause he's retired and <laughs> he's like, God. I'm having fun. He loves it. <laughs> Helping the kids. <laughs> we would be so like, we would be so sad without him. So you don't have to pay him is what I'm hearing. He's our intern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CFO slash intern. Yeah. Does he get free? Com- does he like kombucha? Does he? Get oh, some? he loves com- he loves kombucha. He makes his own homebrews. He actually recently wow. taught his own homebrew class in St. Petersburg, Florida, where Lauren's parents moved. So you guys have the coolest parents. Like I feel like this is our unusual. parents are great. Yeah. So tell us. So, so Lauren is in. Lauren in, lives in Winston Salem, and she's. She just runs, you run the Charlotte operation and she runs the Winston-Salem side? Exactly. So right okay. now she is focusing heavily on operations. So we, I don't know if you saw on Instagram, we recently got a Bright Tank, which is a very shiny, very large piece of equipment that we've been wanting since the beginning, but couldn't yes, afford. But now we can. That. It looks like a beer. It's exactly the, the same. Word? <laughs> a beer, A beer fermenter, a beer yeah. tank. Okay. That's what, okay. So yeah, what every, is that? Every brewery, every beer brewery has this machine. So that just means you can do a really large... You can batch. do so that particular machine is basically for carbonation. Okay. So we're not fermenting in that tank. We're moving fermented product into that tank to carbonate quickly and in bulk. Um, this is hugely. It's it's just much more efficient than what we were doing before. Just it's not carbonated once you ferment it. It is naturally carbonated, mm-hmm. but we also force carbonate for to give consistency. It the extra. Yeah, because okay. sometimes, I mean, as I was saying, kombucha is very temperamental. Sometimes it's very fizzy and um, like explosive. Sometimes it's 
totally flat and there's no way to know until you open the bottle. So we now force carbonate just for consistency purposes and I'd say almost every single kombucha brewery I know of does this. So you were doing it by hand or so, like with a machine, like a handheld machine before? Or? Um, basically. So basically we had a five pound CO2 tank, which is what a home brewer would use. It's basically just a glorified home brew setup. Okay. And we had a hose connected to 18 other hoses and couplers, which is what go on the kegs. And we would carbonate 18 kegs at once which is not very many and takes 48 hours. Now we can carbonate 500 gallons at once in four hours. And where is that located? That's in in Winston-Salem. And so she's just, you know. So right now, so that got delivered literally two days ago. So she's right now going to be figuring out how to use that. There's a lot of different pieces and hoses and valves and stuff that are involved in that that we don't know how to use and what to do. So she's figuring it out um, with our head brewer, Kyle. Um, you guys have employees. Yes, we do. We have Kyle, who is our brewmaster, head brewer, kombucha extraordinaire. And we have Nick, who is a part-time brewery hand. And we have some. We hire our friends for farmer's markets and help with events and stuff like that. So where is like so where's the operations in Winston Salem like where where is it now is it a so we have like um, a two thousand square foot space um, it's basically just our production space there's an office there but it's we call it the brewery but it's not open to the public it's not like a brewery tap room and it's just yours you don't share the space with anybody yeah just now. ours that's awesome yeah so it's essentially like a glorified storage unit. It has two roll-up garage doors, very high ceilings. It's the perfect space. So you can get the trucks right up to the door. Yes. <laughs> That's very important. Very important for us because we still don't have a loading dock, which is like the number one thing on my wish list you forever. Want. But it's really hard to find a space with a loading dock that isn't like a million square feet. I know what we're getting for you for your birthday. Are you a getting me dock. a loading dock? Just a, just a loading dock. No Anything big deal. for you. <laughs> You guys. So how many places, like I guess farmers markets included, do you sell your kombucha and is is it just Winston-Salem and Charlotte or are there other places? Great question. So we are in about 130 locations. What? Um, we I can't are even crazy. count that. I can't count that high. And he's an accountant. I know. That's what he does. I only he, have he, he, accounts. he counts. Uh, yeah. Ten he accounts and, and it's too high. And ten toes. It's higher than that. And a nose. It's more than Maybe that. Maybe it's a 21. 130? Yeah. And we are self-distributed. We make all the deliveries. Um, we are in... So Lauren and I both drive about an hour and 45 minutes radius outside of our cities. So she okay. is now working on expanding in the Raleigh-Durham market. We're in some spots in Southern Pines, um, Pinehurst area, Danville, Virginia as well. Um, but mostly like Piedmont Triad. So Winston-Salem, High Point, Burlington, Greensboro. And then I manage the Charlotte area. So Charlotte, Lake Norman, as well as Greenville, South Carolina and Columbia. So do you just call up, you know, stores or restaurants or whatever they are and just say, Hey, can I, and we sell kombucha. Would you like to buy some? Basically? Yeah. It's pretty much cold calling. They don't buy it. Right. I mean, or do they like, do they have to buy it out before or you just get it as they sell it? It's a whole process. So what do you think they do? I don't know. Of course they buy it. 
I didn't know if they just carried it and then you get the pros- the profits after they. Oh no, it. we're not selling on consignment. That's uh, yeah, very very <laughs> See, risky. This is why I don't have a business. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Take my product. So they have to. So they buy it, it out. Yeah, it's just they buy it by the wholesale. Yeah. Wholesale. Yeah, not if they by don't a sell it. They okay. just that's a lot. That's I wish like I was what, seven thousand. How much is that? Like yeah, thirty five hundred. Like Eight thousand bottles. Yeah, or four thousand on one pallet. That'd be great. Well, that when people tell me they're like, "Why can't we get this in New Jersey or like in New York?" I'm like, "Because I would have to send a pallet of it on a refrigerated truck, in their glass and pressurized." Like, do you realize how expensive that is? And they're like, "I want." Like, I'm like, "You you don't know what goes into this." <laughs> but one like, day, well, right? Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so you have to like, you guys are taking it on what kind of trucks when you're taking it? Like in just, my minivan, just in your car, yeah, yeah, in like a in a cardboard box. Yeah, essentially. So, like, certain times I use coolers. If it's, like, far enough away, I mm-hmm. use a cooler. But my other thing on my wish list, if you guys are taking Hanukkah notes... Yeah, we are. ...is um, a refrigerated truck oh, and, that's a, and a truck driver. Oh, well, Ooh. we're the truck drivers, so that's... I want, I want a transit <laughs> van. Like, you see the breweries tooling around Yeah, with, here. like, your brand... I want it wrapped. wrapped. A rape van. Yeah. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, exactly. Just pure, just pure white. Yeah, yeah just white. <laughs> a, little, a little banged up. It says, follow me on the back. Candy. Yeah. There and is candy. one of those. There is seriously a white rape van in town that says, follow me on the back. Mm. It's in stickers. Oh, Like God. each letter, each letter is a sticker. Follow me. It's the laziest rapist, right? Yeah. <laughs> Please, no. Just, I'm not going to get out and get you, but come on. <laughs> like, come on, just follow me. <laughs> follow me. It's going to be dangerous, but... Come on. All right. So, yeah. So you call them and you're just like, hey, kombucha. And you have to like talk them into it. Or by now they know you. Do our sales pitch. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, oh, I'm ring, not. No, no, no. I'm, I'm Chef Shortino. Did you call Chef Shortino straight up? Like, or does he have a person? I didn't call him. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I want to be the person on the phone. Okay. I, I did uh, send a DM. He didn't respond. Oh, that I poor. Ex- I expected this. Yeah. He's elusive. He's elusive. How'd you he's, get him? I got him by sending many emails to Courtney and then... Is that his girlfriend? Yes. And my friend. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. She's also my friend. (laughs) Okay, I own a... uh, Okay, yeah, he wants to do a role play. I own a tap room. It's called... um, It's called... Pugs Love Beer. No, no. Is a tap room even the right... No, they're they're champagne. Okay. They like champagne. Um, It's... It, it, it's more of a sophisticated, I'd say it's a lounge mm-hmm. and it's called, um, oh man, <laughs> I got to think of a good name real quick. <laughs> Time's a ticking. Uh, We're uh, all just waiting. Yeah. Everyone just pause, pause the podcast for a second. Um, I, it's going to be called Millard Fillmore's second month in office. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth waiting for, to be fair. Okay, call me up. <laughs> okay, so I usually wouldn't call. I would either send oh, an email, shit. and if you don't respond to my email, then, I'm I, just, old, though. then I'm... I just walk in with samples. So Okay, yeah, do the in-person. So I'm going to Millard Fillmore's second month in office <laughs> yeah. tap room. Hello, welcome to Millard Fillmore's second month in office. No, we don't in, have phones. It's in person, yeah. I know. She just walked in. <laughs> You, you held up your hand. I know that no one else can see that. Yeah. But. And you said it in a phone voice. Yeah, he did say it in a phone yeah. voice. So, yeah, they, they knew. So, basically, I would try to 
tell? Are you, is this a beer tap room? I've, an, ne- I've never heard of kombucha. He's an old guy. What, what he is this kombucha? kombucha? What yeah. is this kombucha? kombucha. <laughs> okay, so first I will explain kombucha to you, and I really would emphasize that this is a great non-alcoholic option, and that many people who come to tap rooms are doing it um, for a social, like to be in a social setting. It's the thing to do in Charlotte, as you guys know. There's breweries everywhere. But not everybody drinks beer. Not That's ev- what I, yeah, not I every, don't. Not everybody likes beer. Some people can't drink beer. Some people aren't drinking at all. They don't want the wine, you know, one or two wine options that are offered. So this is a great option for those who want something non-alcoholic that's not water. So That's great. That's be- sold. I'll take yeah. 14 oh, yeah. pallets. It's also healthy. <laughs> it's also healthy. Yeah, What's your Venmo? I'll Venmo is. you right Convention now. At, at tap rooms or like breweries, like that changed my life because you... I don't, I don't go that much. But like when I do go, I always felt stupid just getting a water. Yeah, and I feel the same way because I'm like a one beer and done kind of girl. So if I'm having I'm, – I'm good after one beer, but I still want to hang. Right. And I don't want to drink a water. Yeah, it I just gives it. you something to do with your hands too because yeah, exactly. it's usually so boring when you're out drinking. If yeah, you don't have a drink, a, what are you going to do? <laughs> you got to hold something. You got to hold something. Right. You have your phone in one hand and your kombucha in the other. Exactly. And that's how millennials work. Yeah, exactly. So, like I don't work if I'm not like doing something yeah. with my hands. I can't socialize with you if I don't have so, other things happening. A lot of places who, like our bottles are great. So great. Especially for like a lunch spot or a grab and go. But I think that kombucha on tap at a brewery is really the best option because it looks like a beer when you pour it in a pint glass. Um, so you can like act like you're drinking a beer. You Nobody know, be, needs to know. Be cool, yeah. as the kids say. I even smoke a candy cigarette Ooh. when I do it. <laughs> Kombucha in That's one, feisty. candy cigarette in the other. And no one knows. They're like, no. is that lit? Is that burning? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It is. Can you tell? It's a vape. Yeah, it's a vape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So how many breweries carry your, your kombucha on tap? On, in Charlotte, one. Which one? Resonant Culture. In Plaza Midwood. Pla- which so what, they're all doing Lenny Boy? Oh. I'm not going to comment We're not going to name names. <laughs> but Sycamore has our bottles. Okay. Um, so you can find our bottles there. You can find us on tap at Resonant Culture or at Hoppin, um, which is the self-pour beer and wine bar in South End. Yes. Um, so you can get us on, t- and we're the only non-alcoholic option on tap there, which is great. And where's the best place to buy the kombucha? In bottles or on tap. In bottles. In bottles? I mean, I just really have a soft spot for Lincoln's. So. Lincoln's. It's the best there. Lincoln's is a great spot. So and what, if, what if you want to hold keg? I can, I can hook you up with that. Really? Do you have a kegerator at your house? At our office. He does. Have, and, they have, and they have kombucha on tap. Oh, you can but, literally but just talk to me one. after this podcast, and I'll give you the Seriously, rundown. you need to get mm-hmm. the yeah. wild thing. You know what's interesting? They is also have apple spice seasonal flavor right now. Oh, so. oh my God. Um, I just... That'd be perfect. What just happened in your pants? (laughs) Just (laughs) wondering. That's enough out of you. Um, You can say two more things, so choose them wisely. (laughs) We have we have a co-working space on our third floor, and we were gonna we were gonna put in just cold brew coffee, and I was like, we have to try this kombucha, as my dad calls it, because that's what all the kids are drinking these days, Mm -hmm. according to my wife. And Yvonne. everyone, like everyone, said no. And my, yeah, just my, get all the my cold dad, brew. my dad. Everyone was like, "What is this? No one's gonna drink this." Blah 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 blah. Within two months, we had we got rid of the cold brew coffee because 
only people were drinking the kombucha. And these people are All not day. like in his office. Like no, it's they're not stri- health nuts or they're anything. They're straight from Clover, South Carolina. Yeah, like they're not like. They've literally not... never been to Charlotte and you can see it at, like from Sarah Palin's You Palin can see it in their yard. eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> that they've never left Clover. <laughs> I thought I'd never yeah. have to think about Sarah Palin's backyard ever again. Uh, yeah, but here you are. <laughs> and here I am. There's a moose in it. See, eight years ago, that was like our formidable time in our lives. Yes. Yeah, and so these people... You were but a speckle in your parents' eyes. Though. In his office, they don't like... <laughs> I'm eight. Yeah, you were eight, and <laughs> there was Sarah Palin, and we were scared. Um, but yeah, they don't drink it because of the health benefits, I don't think. I think they... They drink know, it because it's it feels like a beer. Yeah, they just like, they well, like the taste, and it feels like a beer. Feel. I think it's everything. Mouth feel. oh yeah. So if you're drinking a, your kombucha, what's your favorite flavor? Um, my favorite flavor that we do in the bottles is mojito. Oh, yes, that one's delicious. I love lime and mint. Yeah, um, refreshing. My favorite seasonal flavor that we do is peach basil. I have that one too. I love that one. And my favorite flavor that we do in the kegs is the citrus yerba mate, which is very rare. Yeah, because I haven't... And yerba mate is like, it's like cocaine a little bit. Yeah. And I'm very sensitive to caffeine and that doesn't affect me just because the way the SCOBY consumes the caffeine makes it much lower in caffeine than a regular yerba mate. I used to be so into yerba mate. I had my own gourd. I had my bom- I had Wait, my bombilla. I just like, made it once like in a with the cup and a tea kettle. You make it in a gourd? Yeah, traditionally you like have a like a gourd. It's that, like a tea ceremony. It's like a matcha ex- tea exactly. ceremony. You have to go high in the American. Mojave Desert. Ha- well, it's the take Amazon. Take your peyote. Right? It's South yeah, American. It's, it's Argentinian. Yeah. High in the it is in, Mojave in Desert. The, in Patagonia. I didn't know you used a yeah. gourd. Yeah, so the way you do it is you put the dry tea leaves. Cocaine. You put the cocaine in <laughs> the gourd and you like kind of shake it around to one side and then you have a thermos of hot water. But it's like it's a whole ritual. So you gotta put the cold water in first so not the not to burn the tea. Then you put the hot water in, then you shake it that the other way, and in goes your filter straw. So you can oh drink it from the bottom and you don't get any of the leaves in the in your mouth. It just filters it. This is way harder than matcha. Matcha is just like the right straw. temperature. Yeah, matcha is like it. whisking around and you yeah. get the foam and that's it. No, mate is it's um, a whole ritual. I bought it once just from the health food store, just made yeah. a regular cup of it. You and can I, make it as regular tea too. I, but I felt insane. I would yeah, never do it again. That's why I don't drink like it Like my anymore. heart was racing. I didn't know where I was. I yeah. think I cleaned something. One time I drank it and I don't think I actually slept for three days. Right. So it I, is. I don't I don't do caffeine anymore. Yeah. You don't, don't even drink coffee? No. Oh wow. But no this caffeine. but I'm gonna try the yerba mate after it's been the, consumed. The citrus yerba mate by the that we do is um, mild. Really it's so good. It's okay. one of the stronger flavors that we make. So I don't know if you guys noticed this, but we make a more mild kombucha. Um, Definitely. Less vinegary, less strong, um, a little bit more light and fruity. Um, accessible. Exactly. Accessible, more appealing to a wider audience. We want this kombucha to be, um, you know, accessible for everybody. Yeah, this not, guy can't drink a GT kombucha. Yeah. He'll I, pass lo- out. I lo- personally love strong kombucha and I love GTs. I, that's, um, I drink them too. But the green one. Oh, I don't do the green <laughs> one. I do the trilogy. Oh, yeah. Trilogy, really gingerade, guava. What's. Okay, if it's not GT, you're obviously if it's not yours, right? So mm-hmm. what's your other what's your favorite other brand of kombucha? I love Bucci from Asheville. Never ha- Oh yes, I have. They have it in Whole Foods around. I have had. They have like a fire it's like fire, fire and, and earth yeah. and yeah. So their that's seed good. their seed flavor okay. is my favorite one. The air one's great, water's great. They're I really like them. 
Um, their kombucha is on the sweeter side. It's like, I mean, if you compare their sugar content to ours, um, it's way higher the, in sugar. Which makes the calories higher. I remember yeah, that now, too. I think that maybe yeah. they might add honey as a sweetener, but... Um, which also makes it not vegan. Not that I'm a vegan. But, but yours are all vegan. Ours are all vegan. Um, and they are particularly low in sugar. We don't add any sugar after fermentation. So they are um, whole 30. But they taste oh. so sweet. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yours is like one of the healthier ones. Then. Yeah, yeah so a lot so, of times and on adding... our new labels, we have nutrition facts. What? That's yeah. awesome. I can't wait to see them. I haven't picked up my phone because I I haven't wait. picked it up either. I'm like afraid of what's going on. Oh, I don't. So on, after, on I, after I post on Instagram, I don't check it for an hour. It's, oh, that's it's a such, thing I do with really, myself. That's like um, kind of like, I don't know, it's masochistic. Masochist it is. Behavior. Well, that's the thing. It's like, well, but also it protects me because if it's really doing horribly. Yeah. And I also feel like, and I feel like I'm a witch and I can make the post do better or horribly. Like if I check it. I understand that. I can control it with my mind. What's essentially, your sign? I'm a Leo. Oh, of course you are. What are you? <laughs> Gemini. Oh my gosh. She's so duplicitous. I'm so crazy. So What's crazy. your sign? Uh, I don't have a sign. I'm, he's a leap unic- unicorn. I'm a leap year. Yeah. Pug. Are you <laughs> yeah, a leap he's year? A pug. No. No. I was like, he's three. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, he's a Libra, so he's very balanced, which is very perfect for him. He is very balanced. What's I'm batshit crazy as a Libra. He's an accountant. Wait, hold on. I, yeah, he's an accountant. I want. I, do you ever try June kombucha? Like, yes. So, so the what's the one? It's like it's in the blue bottle. Oh, um, it's like a certain brand of gin yeah, kombucha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. It's like six dollars. Yeah, it's great. A bottle, and I love it. And it tastes like honey. Um, June is a little bit different. It's a different scoby. Okay. And it's just green tea and honey, so That's no black right. tea at all. And um, you don't use honey; you just use sugar. Yeah, so it has to be green. I would tea love and honey. to try making June, but it's so expensive because honey's so expensive. There's actually um, so it's called either June or Jun. I call it. Yeah, I'm not. I sure. call it Jun. Some okay, people call you? it. Some people call it Yun or Yun. You're probably like, what the hell is she talking about? No, I, I never it, said no, it out loud. I know exactly. You know those words you've just never said. Well, to I others. never had said it out <laughs> loud until I found someone that made it, and I was like, I'm really sorry, but like I need you to pronounce it. And she said, Jun? I say Jun, but she said. I know people who say Yun, Yun, Yun and Jun. Because it's, is it Japanese? I think it is. <laughs> no, I think I it know. is. I think well, it kombucha. is. This pot is explicit and potentially. Kombucha. <laughs> no, I think it is. The word it's green is, tea. is Japanese. Kom- kombu is seaweed and cha is tea. Sorry. I'm sorry. Who's being racist? I'm just. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Hint. It isn't yes, me. Yes, it isn't me. Um, but anyway, that's maybe that helps me feel like that's why it's so expensive because it's honey. Because I felt like. Yeah, that is why. Because honey is. Honey is expensive. Good, good honey is expensive. Yeah. Even not good honey is expensive. And the bottles on those, like that one brand that I'm talking glass, about. That glass beautiful. is beautiful. I used it as a vase for a mm-hmm. while. I'm obsessed with that one. I had to stop buying it because yeah. like kombucha, it's kind of like where you started. It's like kombucha in general is expensive. But then once you get into that, I was like. Yeah, those bottles are so gorgeous. Ridiculous. Um, but there's a woman um, in Asheville. Her name is Shanti and her business is Shanti Jun. And um. she makes really delicious John, it's it's so good. Am I allowed to ask if she's Japanese? <laughs> she's not Japanese. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Don't put that devil music on me. Oh, uh, well. I want to know: is kombucha considered alcoholic beverage? Like, it, does it fall under question. those laws? Great question. It's very blurry. So, kombucha is considered a non-alcoholic beverage if it's below zero point five percent. 
ABV, alcohol by volume. So ours is below that. It's considered non-alcoholic. There are certain brands of kombucha that do have a higher ABV. They have to market themselves as an alcoholic beverage. You might see GTs on the shelf at Whole Foods. They have a black label kombucha. It's called their classic line. That is for 21 and older. So you do have to show an ID when you buy that. I think it's about 1 to 1.5% ABV, which is like you can't even get drunk off of that. Um, I've never tried that. Have you tried that one? I'll I'll get drunk off that. Does it taste like... It tastes great. But you don't get drunk. Like you don't... No. You don't even feel tipsy or anything. Not at all. No. Um, But because it's above 0.5, you know, it could be 0.6. It's just ever so slightly above. Yeah. So um, we actually are somewhat involved in the lobbying for um, changing the legislation about... um, alcohol limits so um, I wasn't there but Lauren went to a hill climb um, in Washington DC put on by the kombucha brewers international and she went and did some lobbying with um, some other kombucha brewers that we know in that group um, about changing the alcohol limit I think from 0.5 to 0.8 or something or maybe a little bit more or even one percent so we have a little bit more freedom and regulating the alcohol in kombucha is very difficult. I'm sure it's different batch to batch, like what you were saying with Yeah, we have you have to different. test everything. Um, you have to be very careful about timing, about temperature, about sugar, about, you know, it's very hard to regulate. So um, it gives brewers a little bit more leniency. And I'm um, sure it affects the flavor too, right? I mean, you can kind exactly. of do a different flavor mm-hmm. profile with a, not enough to get you, like, like you said, not drunk, but just to kind of change it up a little exactly. bit. Exactly, yep. So, so out, out oh. of all the um, batches that you make, how many of them turn out where you can't use them? Um, I think we've only ever had one. What was wow. wrong with it? It was, it just, it wasn't even too alcoholic. It just like tasted weird. So but we, one out of the whole time you've been doing it. Yeah. It just, I don't know what happened with it. Maybe something got messed up in the brewing process. There was maybe not enough tea, maybe too much tea maybe not enough water, not enough sugar, something. Um, but like the recipe was off in that one particular batch. But luckily we have many batches going at once, so it wasn't a huge deal. So what's the most important thing if you're going to homebrew some kombucha? What's like the, is it the tea that you buy? Is it the water you use? What What's your one tip for our, all of our homebrew kombucha listeners? I, w- I would actually say um, where you keep it in the house so it doesn't get infected with mold. Um, so the tea, the tea is important. It's not the most important. Um, I'm very into tea. So like, I like to experiment with that. Um, but you shouldn't be using teas like, you know, like celestial teas or something right. you know, like that you a, can get in the tea bag, like, like cheap flavor. Or yeah, flavor. So don't use, a, yeah, don't use a flavored tea cause it has oil in it and the oil can kill the SCOBY. Um, and water, I mean, use filtered water, honestly, tap water is like not, if you're doing a homebrew, it's going to be fine. Like it's totally like, you're going to be fine. Um, the cleanliness is important. Like just make sure you use, you know, everything's sanitary before you start. And, but I think the most important thing is like, don't brew in your garage or your bathroom or your bathroom or like like mold. I I keep like, I would keep it on the um 
the countertop in the kitchen, like in a corner that's not, doesn't have direct light, but enough natural airflow and air. So see, I'd be too afraid to start my own business. So tell me what it's like to be a young entrepreneur. We've started our own business. We have Stallion Pantheon. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's legit. Hmm. And we have a logo, but it's not as good <laughs> as this one. She thinks that starting a business just means you have a logo. Well, no, but here's LLC. the thing. If I started a business, I would, like, I don't know how you, I would be like, I don't know what the first thing to do is, so I'm just going to stay in bed all day and be scared. You know you're married to a CPA who literally does it all day. I couldn't do it. I just physically <laughs> couldn't do it. So, so tell me, I want to know, like, what your day-to-day is like. Because, I mean, I'm sure just every day is, like, different, right? But, I mean, mm-hmm. like, take me through, like, maybe, like, a recent day. Like, you know, you get up and, like, what's your hustle like? All right. Well, because I actually have short-term memory loss and can't remember what I do on any given day, I have to look at my calendar. Is this diagnosed? Mm, self-diagnosed. <laughs> so let me find, so you use let me your, find a particular... your Apple calendar. She uses helps her pre-med degree to life. self-diagnose her All right. Here's, here's a good... This is a sample here's, day here's in a the sample life day. of Olivia Wolf. Last Wednesday. Okay. I installed a kegerator at a spin studio. Yourself. Myself. I went to an event at the Compass Group campus. It was pizza and puppies on the patio day. And I Hell went yeah. I went and gave out kombucha samples. For free. For free. Did you, do you sell it there too? Or they, you just give out They coo- actually do have our bottles there. Okay. And it might be on tap there soon. Okay. It's like the cafe for the um, people who work at Compass Group. Nice. Um, I delivered some kegs and bottles around town, and then I sat in bed and sent a million emails. Are the emails to get new places to carry, or are they just some, all over the place? Some are sales emails. Some are yelling at people for messing stuff up. Um, and would those people be your your employee and your no, intern? No, no, <laughs> not not them. Like businesses you sell to, sort of? No, not even them. It's uh, our people who we buy from for kegerators uh, and tea. and Like slow shipments or yeah, wrong shipments. Or like our most recent problem has been like defective equipment that we've been getting for our machines. And so I had to send some strongly worded emails. You have to lay down the law. I really did. So we had my boss lady. Don't mess with me. Yeah. A lot of time, uh, people know, or I mean, not really so much over email, but people know that I'm a young woman and they Mm -hmm. just try and like pull a fast one on me. And I'm like, not so fast, buddy. I bet it happens a lot. Yeah. All the time. And you're like, Nope, not this girl. Yeah. (laughs) He messed with the wrong girl. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I want to, I want to work for you. Like you need another intern? I could use, I could use some interns. You go to the farmer's market and that'd sell be, some. You just got a new job. You can't quit it. No, I like my job now. So You should get your new job to have the Updot Tambucha in, as, on keg, on tap. Yeah, they don't have a keg. They do, yeah, so I don't know. They do have a beer cart. Yeah, well, what you should say is say, hey, I don't drink beer, but I do drink kombucha. Can we carry yeah. Updot Tambucha on this, on this beer, beer cart. cart? Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, because I bet if some people try it, then everyone's going to want that up. That's happened at a co-working space. Really? Recently, they put us on tap next to a beer and they literally went through their first keg in two days. That's five, amazing. Five gallons of kombucha in two days. And yeah, because a co-working space, I mean, you know, you're there to well, work. Because you don't want to drink beer. You want to work. Yeah. Exactly. It makes so yeah. much sense. Yeah. It's, it does so well there. 
and everybody loves it. And it's a great thing to drink during the day. So when you're, you have to eat with your kombucha. So what, yeah. what food or what restaurant goes the best with some updog kombucha? I mean, this is a food podcast, right? So we got to talk a little oh, bit yeah. about what you like to eat here in town. Obviously love Lincoln's talked about that a bunch, oh, but I'm also a huge pasta and provisions girl. Oh, so good. I just really love it there. And I they, like to eat it raw. The pasta. Is that disgusting? No. <laughs> I guess me a stomachache. Here, here's, here's a disgusting thing that okay, you might me. you might not find disgusting, but I used to sometimes eat like ramen noodles, like the, crunchy, the crunchy ramen. De- definitely, yeah. I'm like a raw. I like like bread dough raw. I'm disgusting. Ooh, bread it's, dough. It's it's wrong. I like the Yeasty. taste of the yeast. That's what I like. I like. <laughs> that's why I, you know I just I like yeast. But Straight yeah, up. I love I love pasta and provisions. Very and they good. Have, you get like they the have kombucha on saw. Top. Do they mm-hmm. yours? Mm-hmm. The Park Road one. The Park Road one. Do you get and, like and actually the South Mint location? The as new well. one, which we have not been to yet. Yes. Okay, I need to go there more because yeah, it is a great way to get like. Do you get the take the freezer stuff, or do you just get like some fresh pasta and some sauce I, and put I, it together? I occasionally get freezer stuff. I usually get fresh pasta and do it that way. But I do love their frozen soups. Never had um, their soup. Jason's not a soup eater. Oh my! God. It's like the one thing he won't eat. I love that. Soup, is though. isn't that weird? Terrible, so and it's soup season now. I, it's soup I season. I like certain exactly. soups. That's what not soup? true. Never seen you. I eat like soup. Uh, New England clam chowder. Ugh, the worst soup. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I like. It's I like do not like shake. a tomato soup, which you like. I do I not know. Like tomato soup. I love tomato soup. Tomato soup's the what best. What about soup? a butternut squash? No, see that. What about no. a French onion? That's both no. mostly oh, cheese. French onion. No, I do like a broccoli cheddar. Yeah, he likes like the thick, gross. That's ones. literally melted Velveeta. Yeah, exactly. He likes the ones that are all like white cheese like thick no broth no broth yeah exactly so i am from new jersey Uh i am jewish but as you know i don't i'm where are you from i'm from fort mill south carolina okay so i don't think you've experienced this because i'm from i did go to nyu though okay then you do know this jews and italians are very similar oh yeah in many ways i knew this because of the food the good food yes but also similar in pronouncing things and attitudes, especially if you're from New York and New Jersey. So my dad is very Jewish, but grew up around a lot of Jews and Italians. Um, So he grew up saying things in a New York Italian way. So a lot of the things that are supposed to be pronounced in like correct Italian, he pronounces in a very Italian, a New York Italian way, like as if he's from Long Island. I love it. So there's a soup called pasta fagioli. Pasta fazool. It's fazool. (laughs) And so like I got a pasta fazool from the freezer one day and the, the guy at Pasta Provisions was like, oh, this is my favorite one. Like just so good. Like the pasta fagioli. And I was like, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> like that, uh, like I was like, I'm sorry, but like, where I'm from, we call it Fazul, and he, and he was like, Oh, you must be from New Jersey, and I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we say um, Gabadil instead of Cavatelli, Kagutz oh. instead of uh, I think that's instead of Courgette, actually. Oh my gosh, um, this is a whole different language. Regot. You of should ricotta. watch The Godfather. Regot instead of how to say it again. Regot instead of ricotta. No way. Is this all in The Godfather? Yeah, it is. I didn't know. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. <laughs> this is, this I can is, just here's an embarrassing, here's an embarrassing story. Um, 
I was at the Davidson Farmer's Market one day. I was, um, it was before the market started when I get all my produce and I was, it was tomato season. So I was obviously smelling the tomatoes as <laughs> having a moment as any, as <laughs> any respectable uh, tomato buyer would do. You smell the tomato, of make sure it smells like a good tomato. Grip it. And I said it, I said to myself, I didn't even realize I was doing this. I'm not someone who talks to myself usually. So I, this is very odd. I said to myself under my breath, Oh, this would go good with some mozzarella. <laughs> and, and the woman behind, like the, the farmer was like, what did you just say? And I was like, uh, mozzarella. <laughs> I'm from Jersey. <laughs> My Jersey is showing. My Jersey so is go with some mozzarella. <laughs> Pasta maybe fuzzle. Maybe some prosciutto. I feel like I know that from like, I don't know, Greece or something. Like this got to be from a movie that I know that because I haven't yeah. seen The Godfather. <laughs> I haven't seen the I don't Godfather think it's from Greece. either. I don't know. You've never from. seen the Godfather? Oh my god! Like from the New Jersey two. too. There's there's a famous scene in um, The Sopranos. Oh, which I haven't seen the, either. Which they're at, they're going. This girl is like going around with a bunch of like cured meats, and she's like, "Grandpa, have some sopazo or something." It's like <laughs> <laughs> people are like, "What is she saying?" Oh my god, I love it. I just, I love, I want to go to Jersey. Jason tells me lots of stories too. You can get a bagel. You can uh, walk around New Jersey. It's pretty much that's it. Jason says I shouldn't go to Jersey is what he says. The thing, so my Bridge par- and tunnel people. <laughs> oh. So my parents actually just moved out of New Jersey forever. To? Austin, Texas. Oh yeah, oh, remember? Oh yeah, that's right. We talked about that, yeah. which is so badass. I'm so excited to go visit. So it's really be, smart, zero income tax state. So they'll be in... <laughs> They'll be in Austin Down. for the winter and um, northern Michigan That's for the right. summer. And so the thing I miss the most about New Jersey right now is apple cider and cider donuts. Because so it is just not the same here. And people are like, oh, you can go to Windy Hill. And I'm like, it's not the same. No, I'm and I... So I haven't been, but I have a friend who's from Michigan and like, I've just seen the pictures from oh, it yeah. and I can tell you they have the cider mills and yep. it's like, yeah, like that's what kind of what they're trying to do at Windy Hill. I like Windy Hill. I have no problems with it. Like, yeah, it's, it's good. just not the same. It's not, but it's, it's not it's, the same. And you, the apples down here are not the same as the apples you no. get up North. I mean, they, they're just not, no. I, I love apples so much. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a cider drinker, like not hard cider, like the sweet, yeah. pure sugar, like gallon, gallon jug of cider yeah. and the cider you can get here is just juice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that the tang. It's not the cider I want. The like cider I want fermented. is in New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, it's in New Jersey. And I'm not. What can I say? One time I was in I was in college. I was like homesick in college, like sophomore year, and I was like, oh, Dad, I just I want to come home and I miss my cider donuts. And he was like, Hold on one minute. Two days, two days later. I mean, he like went the next day, and then that next day, I received a package of. Vacuum sealed cider donuts. That's the best. And I was like, oh God, this is the best. Jason went to a cider mill once and brought me back cider donuts. Yeah. But my, I wasn't talking to them, him then, so he had to leave them on my front porch. Yeah. Along with a Chipotle bowl and a cardigan. Oh, that's love. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right. I'll keep I'll keep them. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess he'll stay. <laughs> yeah. We had a weird early dating scene. We did. Well, there was one time where I was like, nope, you can't come in. He's like, but I got you cider donuts from a trip I went on to Michigan. And I was like, cool, I'm not coming out. <laughs> Literally left it. Cool, I'll day. eat these donuts in bed by myself. Yeah, and after I knew he was gone, I like slowly opened the door, like some kind of gremlin and like my creepy little <laughs> hand. Yeah, just not even my head, just the hand real quick grabs him. <laughs> I made sure you were It was a weird time in both yeah, of our lives. It was a weird um, time. <laughs> 
So we we do a segment. Are we ready for that? Well, I just want to say that my dad with your eyes. I, I called my mom when I was a sophomore in college and said, "Yeah, I was I was in New York, mm-hmm. and I was like, I miss sweet tea." You know what she said? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, what's our next segment? <laughs> How did I know? Um, so we we do our segment called the best thing we ate this week. But Ooh. as we did last week with Amanda Britton. Or I guess that was two weeks ago now. I didn't do the pod last week, but I, I couldn't miss it with you. Mm-hmm. I let Jason do it with his friend Vishnu, and I, I didn't come. So it feels like we was just last week. Anyway, all right. So like we did with Amanda Britton. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. We're going to do the best thing you drank this week. Ooh. And so I'm going to let... Oh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say that this little... You always bottle. do this. <laughs> yeah, oh, that I'm sucking God. up and I'm brown nosing. But I'm going to say it's this wild thing, apple ginger. And I know you brought it for Jason since I wasn't sure if I could come. But guess it's what, for both Jason? Y'all. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's not for me. for me. Don't even look over at it. But well, I've had this flavor before. I know it's going to be my favorite thing I drink. So you'll compromise and you're not getting any. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's marriage. We compromise, you get nothing. Yeah, what's hers <laughs> is hers and what's mine is hers. Exactly. And that's so how we're I all don't. happy. So that's mine. I have a similar rule with my boyfriend is that when I'm at his place, he has to do whatever I say because I'm the guest. Yeah. And then when he's at my place, he has to do whatever I say because I'm the host. Exactly. So, You're the homeowner. How could it be any other way? Yeah, so yeah. either way, I get what I want. That's, you already, yeah, you're, you're married already then, if you know that. <laughs> Can you tell I'm a Gemini? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Such a Gemini, oh. that Olivia. So best thing I drank this week was a... Beer from the Eighth State Brewing in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, very very good beer. It is a sorbet sour. I don't really know what that means. Sounds delicious. It was a six percent beer. I was in this tap room trying to sell kombucha, and he gave me a sample of this, and I tried it, and I looked at him, and I said, "This is the best beer I've ever had." What's like it called? Truly, eighth, the brewery is called the Eighth State Brewing. The Eighth State. It okay. is a sour, called a sorbet sour. I don't know what that means, but a sour nonetheless. Love a sour. Made with soursop, blood orange, Ooh, sour and gosh. passion fruit. A sour beer made with soursop. Yes, I'm intrigued. Soursop also has a different name that I can't remember. I think it's like guanabana. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Guanabana. And it tastes like a banana, right? I, I don't know. I've never had just. A sour sop. It's been a while since I've thought of this. So can I get this this sour sorbet sour? You can only get it in Greenville. In Greenville Shoot. at this, and I I loved it so much. I was like, can I buy a crowler of this? Yeah. And he was did like, you? Yeah, I did. <gasps> and it was it was incredible. Oh, so we can come over to your place and have some. Oh, I drank. We it should oh, just go on a <laughs> journey with her in her rape minivan. Yeah, and I want to go to Greenville. We've never been. Oh, you guys would love it. That's I have what so everyone many recommendations. Says. All right, well, we'll go. We'll do a little, okay, a little well, trip. We've been wanting to get food anyways, so. Yeah, we have to go get food. I know Jason was asking that before, and I cut him off because he's only allowed to say like three things, right? So this is your last thing you get to say. So what's the what's your favorite <laughs> thing you ate this week? <laughs> <laughs> He's so scared. Um, <laughs> I think so. You know, I just did the pot with fish, so we've only had two days. But that's true. What have you eaten in the last two days? Last night, I went to the pump house in Rock Hill. A very cool spot. A very cool spot. It is. My office is right across the street. We had just done a presentation. My dad was like, "Let's go to the pump house." Um, 
we saw everyone we knew in town, which Classic. was annoying. So um, and the, and we kind of like sat at the bar and like everyone surrounded us. And I was like, I just want to eat. Leave me alone. Um, but I haven't been to dinner there in a while. And I got um, tuna. Tuna. <laughs> it was a blackened tuna steak. And then it had uh, couscous on the bottom. And I like the couscous. The couscous was the best thing you ate, not the tuna. Specifically I the couscous. The couscous. Yeah, I did. Couscous can be a really excellent addition to a meal. And it can also it suck good. if it's done wrong. It can but, be dry. Yeah. We call each other tuna. Big tuna sometimes. Yeah. Very cute. Isn't that nice? What's well, your pet name for Eric? Yeah. Or what's his pet name for you? Bitcho? That's beautiful. Actually, yeah. No. <laughs> How'd you know? Have you been listening? Sometimes. Sometimes. I listen in, This yeah. is only if I'm being like in a mood, but I call him Lil Bitch. But um, <laughs> I actually, so we that recently we Emma. recently got a dog. <gasps> She's very big. So when she like, some, sometimes she does this thing, we call it like boofing. And so she's like, Oh, yes. Like, it's like not quite a bark, not quite a burp, but like a yeah. boof. It's like I'm too lazy to bark, but like there's yeah, something like, happening. Yeah, our, Frank, our Frankie does that a lot. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't bark. So it's, but like my, my dog's she's at polite. home. Yeah. But my dog's like at home, the dogs I grew up with, they bark a lot, but they also boof, but it's like a pre-bark boof. It's mm-hmm. like boof. And so I've yeah. been calling him boofers recently. I love it. That's the be- first of all, like uh, that's a word that's going to yeah, be entering call my Frankie lexicon. Boofers, yeah, yeah, but yeah. He's, he's a, doing a boof. Yeah, he's boofing. He's boofing over there. Boof. Boof. <laughs> they love to do that. It's just sort of like their way of being like, I'm not fully pleased. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not someone super at the, upset. Someone at the door, and I don't really want to get up. Yeah, but it could boof. also be someone just walking by the window. <laughs> Not convinced. It could be no one. Could be nothing. Oh, well, I have, to, I have to say this before the pod ends. Yeah, oh, please. Because I said it earlier, and he said, save it for the pod. I oh, said shoot. that, I don't know if you guys know this, but I consider calling somebody a pug like the highest form of a compliment that there can be. Oh, my gosh. And I thought that before I even knew or met you guys. So That's beautiful. I think that that this is a real friendship. We have a, we're having yeah. a moment. As soon as we, we met for the first time at the um, Piedmont Culinary Guild oh, event, yes. didn't we? Yes. Well, for I was also real. standing behind you. Yes, but I didn't, I didn't really Foods. realize. And I wasn't 100% sure. And then, of course, we've been talking on Instagram a lot yeah. ever since because you go to Copenhagen. You've been to Copenhagen. Yes. And we, yeah, but so we've we been really, in the DMs. Yeah, we've been, in, we, we've been in the DMs for sure, but we met for real and we were like, this is an instant love connection. We have so much in common. And we have a lot in common. And we want, Jason really wants an Up Pug special edition Up logo. Pug Dog Bucha? Up Pug Dog. You just dog. need to change the label. It looks I mean, like the a French Bulldog. I mean, it looks like a yeah. French Bulldog, which I have nothing against. I love the French people. I, I want a French dogs. Bulldog next, but he says, no, it's Pugs but, forever. Yeah. We're, I love Pugs. They're pretty great. We need, That's and true. what would we call it? What would be a Pug she flavor? She said Up Pug Dog. Up pug oh, dog bucha. The flavor. Though. No, the the I think oh, it, that wouldn't be a good flavor. Pug and pomegranate. <laughs> oh it's so cute. I think it should be pug banana. It should oh. be banana flavored. That's, That's disgusting. Vile. Yeah, they do, do like bananas, but they they really eat anything. I don't you, mess with bananas. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> can't juice a banana. That should be your tagline. We don't mess with it. Like how <laughs> Fu Manchu is no fucking red velvet. Yeah. It should be yeah. we don't mess we don't with bananas. Don't mess bananas. with bananas. <laughs> don't even don't even suggest. Look for it. any other fruit or herb, but don't even come here for bananas. Do, also <laughs> also do not even come near me with cilantro. I will mess you up. Oh, you're a no cilantro person. Oh, very, see, I love cilantro. Very, very staunch. 
no cilantro person. My mom and my sister also have this they gene. They have it. Um, today I got a sandwich. I requested no cilantro. Oh, f- there was cilantro. What did you oh, have to do? Did you, can you take I, it off, or do you have to throw the whole thing out? It was actually in an aioli. So, Shit. and I oh, requested, I requested the plain aioli, and even said, "I hate cilantro. Please, it's very important that it's not on this sandwich." And they just were, say what this place was. We'll yeah, just I'm not, shame I don't, them. <laughs> no, no, I really liked it there. I can't. I'm going to go back. <laughs> and but, what are you going to do this time, though, to make sure it doesn't? I'm going to get freaking, something else. Just be like, don't even. I mean, worry the, about the sandwich the was sandwich. good, but. It was ruined by the cilantro aioli, but the sandwich, the other aspects of the sandwich are very good. You could tell it was quality. Yes. They just, someone back there was having a bad day. I'll tell you after the pod. Yeah, I can't wait to find out. And also raspberries. You don't mess with raspberries anymore, I don't mess with raspberries in kombucha, no. In kombucha. Also, they're expensive, so. They're very expensive. All the berries are so expensive. Yeah. We do a strawberry when they're in season. Um, Just then, yeah. Yeah, we only do it on tap. Um, Blueberries are like freaking gold. I yeah. love blueberries, but I buy like a bag of, I have to get organic. So it's like, oh, there's $6. Wow, what a brat. I know, right? I'm, I'm the worst. Where'd all my money go? Is this kombucha organic or what? <laughs> yeah, where'd all my money go? I'm the worst. Blueberries. Um, blueberries. Well, you said little bitch. My friend from Michigan, she always, she goes, you're a little bitch. I don't know. She reminded me of that. It's like up kind of, you know, Michigan and Jersey. You're They're kind of, you're, you're on the same latitude. Close. <laughs> I don't know a lot about geography. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, wait. Thank you, Olivia, <laughs> for coming. Thank you so much for spending Halloween with us. You probably yeah. want to be out trick or treating. Nah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm like good? I I look 24, but I'm actually 84. Oh my gosh, so. us too. That's another way. Like I don't want to do anything. Oh, I'm 97. If I'm not like if I'm not with my Reader's Digest on the couch, like I'm not happy. Your reader's Digest. If come I'm on. not in the house by seven thirty, yeah, something's wrong. I hate it. I hate whenever I'm I go somewhere. I'm just like, how many minutes until I can leave? Mm-hmm. And I, you got an event to go to. Girlfriend. I do. I'm all dressed up. I'm I going think we have to, to do a little an, party. I think we're gonna have to do another pod that doesn't involve Updog at all. I know, yeah. and just talk about but just, just talk about Copenhagen. Me being a Jewess. Yes. And she uh, rode food. a kid's bike in Copenhagen. I rode yeah. a kid's bike in Copenhagen. We have a lot. You can't see her, but she's so real we will have My sister is a chef. Okay, we, we have a lot to talk about. We yeah. a lot. We're going to do a dinner, and we're going to have you back on. Yeah, okay. we have to. And normally I look homeless when we do these pods, so yeah, I do. I look, I like look, a I look homeless tonight. enough for the both of us Okay, right tell now. the people where we can find Updog Kombucha and yourself Just 130 places. At Updog Kombucha. It's phonetic. Up dog kombucha. That's up dog kombucha. And me personally at girl who cried wolf, wolf with two F's. Best. No yeah. E. Best username. I cannot take credit. It was my cousin's username. Okay. She got married, changed. Oh, I the thought you were gonna say you killed her. <laughs> <laughs> I, blah, blah. She had to die because I needed the username. And it's and fine. that's how it happened. But yeah. yes, girl who cried wolf, two F's, no E. What about is is that the best place Instagram? Yeah, Instagram's where I'm at. That's where you can find me. What about Updod, though? Do you have a website? We do have a website, but Instagram's still the most accessible place. And go to Lincoln's and get it, because I mean, you're everywhere. Yeah, go support support Updod. Yeah. We're at Lincoln's. Great local company. We're at Roots. We're at Owen's Bagel. You're everywhere. I see you. I literally see you everywhere. It's all over. It's a revolution. I mean, it could always be more. (laughs) It could always be more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
<laughs> we could always sell more. Um, pasta pizzoul. Um, and uh, what was our blog post this week? Oh, well, last week Jason wrote one on the experience of taste. I don't know if we promoted that, but you should definitely read it. Jason's a very good writer, and it's a very good post, and it kind of talks about how food is a a hobby for millennials. Like older people don't always get that right, but it's like our like it is for a lot of people. I would agree. It's like the new for us. Like we're not huge music people. I mean, people think that we're like the antichrist when we say that, but like we're just not. No, I totally agree. We like we don't love concerts. Like we don't. We get stressed I, out because kind of like we, what you were just saying. It's loud, and I want to be at home. And I always get a beer spilled on me because yes. I'm everyone's elbow height. People, so. are, yeah, you're a short person at a I concert. I get elbowed in the head. I get a beer. Have on you my thought head. about stilts? Yes, <laughs> I've considered it. Yeah, I'm like someone's like you know grumpy aunt at a concert. Yeah, I'm like, when nah. is it over? <laughs> yeah, I just want to go home. So we like you know rest. Restaurants is our, like, that's our activity. And so Jason wrote a really good post about that, kind of about how, you know, social media and everything, like food is like, we can still experience it in the moment and it can't really be replicated with just a picture. Um, so you have to kind of go and do it. And then this week, um, just posted brunch at Loft and Cellar. Not going to lie, we went there once and really freaking hated it. And then we went back. Now that Greg Coyer is in charge of the food, he's the head chef and we loved it. He's amazing and we love the yolk and he's really done that place a service because it's it's way better than it was and I've been thinking a lot about the food we had there and you can pretty much see the whole brunch menu on our post they let us um, try yeah. a lot of things so you should check that out and tomorrow oh and you should watch The Terrifier on Netflix watch all the scary movies on Netflix because Netflix, they've been releasing all of them and they didn't do that last year and I want them to know that we like that I'm like scary movies are everything to me my mom likes them too. Jason's like that too. Yeah, no thank you. Guys you guys would have died over the movie I watched last night. Let me know. Message I me saw, if you saw The Terrifier. Uh, it's about this clown that looks like a mime. I honestly saw 10 it's seconds horrible. of it and I had nightmares. It's seriously, um, I had nightmares. It's horrible. The scariest thing I've seen is Stranger Things. Which oh, wow. is not oh, that's scary. too scary. That's like funny. No, I can't <laughs> even watch that. I put off watching it for yeah. two years. because, And then everyone was, when season two came out, everyone was talking about it and I felt excluded and left out. And yeah, I was like, that's I why want to know. So I watched yeah. it. That's why we don't have friends. We don't have to feel excluded. <laughs> I get that. It, but it was too scary? It was scary? Well, no, I didn't think it was scary. But okay, that good. is still the scariest thing I've seen. That's as scary day. as you'll go. Well, Jason yeah. saw Stranger Things on the TV once and was like, this is scary and ran out. Like, that's that's his reaction. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. So when he came home last night, I, I showed him, like, I, our TV is on this, like, wheelie thing. So I wheeled the TV to show him the Terrifier. <laughs> I know. He ran upstairs. Honestly, the Terrifier scared me. So I can't imagine how it affected you, Jason. I'm sorry I showed you the Terrifier. Are you sorry? Um, may, no. <laughs> make sure you sign up for our newsletter, mm-hmm. The Pancake. It comes out once a month, which will be coming out tomorrow, but you guys won't be hearing this till Sunday, so it'll have been three days ago. But Time you can get space. it next month. <laughs> it's a construct, Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so make sure you sign up circle. so you can get uh, November's The Pancake. And go buy some Updog Sky- Oh, I, and we have a new merch. We have a dad hat. Oh, yeah. <gasps> it's for when you knock up your girlfriend, you need a dad yeah, hat. Yeah, actually, I'd like to read yeah, the... Done um, that? <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> Olivia I was, was like, the yes. one who knocked him. <laughs> that was you. Oh, this came full circle. Congratulations, Mazel. <laughs> mazel. Mazel to everyone here. Where's the baby now? Because it's mm. not around, I've noticed. Unknown. Unknown, Unknown. location. <laughs> Undisclosed location. We're a little worried, but also can make another. <laughs> it's not the I end would, of the I'd like to, to read my dad. This is going to be the last thing because we're, we're at an hour and 20 minutes. But oh, wow. We've been having so man. much fun. Um, I'm just going to read our... No, Embroidered dad hat. Don't. This is the description. Just realize you've impregnated your high school girlfriend by accident. We've got just the thing to cheer you up. 
Stallion Pancake's dad hat is embroidered with the finest cotton threads only found by puds deep in the Amazon. Show your Stallion Pancake pride and make your new baby's mama proud. Interested in a different color hat or embroidery? Send us a message, co at stallionpancake.com. And that could be yours for $30. And you know why I said expensive? Because it's embroidered on. It's not, it's not freaking ironed on right. by some it's so little kid in India. Oh it's God. sewn on by a little kid. By a little kid in India. <laughs> and people, they're, actually, they're made in Charlotte. It's done by Printful, and they're yeah, all actually and you sent out in Charlotte. Printful. They're, and they're, we, we're not making, there's not a big markup on those, I promise. We're not making yeah. a lot of money. We just want you to, to support our gear. People were asking, uh, we went to Top Golf, and I did a, a video of Jason golfing wearing his blue Scallion Pancake logo shirt. And people were like, I want one of those. Where do I get those? On the website. Scallionpancake.com. Buy the merch. All right, Olivia. All right. Thank you so much Thanks, for coming. Thank you so so much. I had so much fun. We're having you back. Play us out, Jason. Mazel. <laughs>